Hello and welcome to the Fencing Podcast. Uh, Simon here with Fraser, Paul and Liam. Hi guys. We'll crack on with the football and we'll, we'll talk about the, the signings we've made, the signings that are being rumoured, um, bits and pieces from the club with the social media, the badge and the arch being put out, the, the Oxfordshire County Council survey on the triangle and a few other bits and pieces from from around the footballing world. If we dive straight in with the with the signings, three signings so far. Um, weirdly, without the manager saying, "I'm going to get the signings done nice and early in the transfer window," he's just gone and got the the signings done early in the transfer window. Ruben Rodriguez from Notts County, uh, Jordan Thornley, we've obviously had in the past, has come in from Blackpool, and Josh McEachran from Milton Keynes. So three quite promising, decent signings from opening salvos of the signings of, of the summer what do we think yeah i think it's a, a good mix of of sort of proven players and optimistic about rodriguez in particular mm. where you know he's he's not necessarily done it at this level but you look at the clubs that were after him as well and sort of almost expected to get him i think that is a good signal of intent is a good gamble to have uh, I think that one. I do wonder if perhaps when a manager is very vocal and says something like, we'll get all of our business done early, I wonder if agents then go, well, the pressure's on you to get this done, isn't it? Because otherwise mm. the fans are going to turn against you. So that puts a bit of money on top of their <laughs> um, <laughs> on top of their demand. That That might be absolutely rubbish, but all I know is it hasn't been said this time and more business has been done than this time last year. It's quite nice to be in this position because normally we're looking at other sides who are like, I mean, it was Plymouth last season. I think Peterborough signed quite a few quite early. You were looking at them thinking they're going to be a good side this year. And you've got a few rival League One fans who are saying, you know what? Them and Portsmouth, they're st- they've started strong. You know, why mm. can't we do it? It's just nice. And they're not, they're not inexperienced players or anything. Like they are good quality players if you got those last day of the season you'd be saying we waited out for their signings you know they're, they're good quality signings we haven't paid a fee for any of them have we um, no no I mean, not yet yeah, the rodriguez yeah. one's an interesting one with, with I, I saw a stat that he he was second only to kevin de bruyne on assists of the top five divisions in the country so that's and, and and that's was the point are not available. No, well, I, I, <laughs> he's not know, out of contract. Yeah, no, well, it's um, let's not worry about him. But um, <laughs> he, I think, what that might do is is improve our chances of getting a decent centre forward. Weirdly, you know, somebody's going to look at that and go, okay, they've signed Rodriguez, 15 and 16 assists or whatever it was last season. He's going to give me plenty of chances. I'm not going to be short of, you know, of supply. So I think it's a, it's an interesting one to get done early. We often talk, fans, a lot of our fans often say, why don't we look at the non-league level? Now, I appreciate Notts County are a big, were a big non-league club, now a league back in the league. But it's it's one of those sort of signings that, yeah, it, it, it might be, uh, you know, it might turn out to be absolutely inspired because um, he certainly looks... These, yeah, Thornley and, and McEachern, I think we know what they can do. I think the Rodriguez one is the interesting one. I think uh, Matthew Taylor would love playing Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that I found interesting from a, a Notts County fan, a lot of them were sort of wished him all the best and um, and so on. Uh, a few of them obviously had done very little research into our last five years. Um, but there was one who when someone had pointed out that we got these players 
and and hadn't paid for them said oh yeah but you'll be making up for that in agency fees and wages as if when you buy a player you don't have to pay them a wage <laughs> <laughs> yeah the agent doesn't get involved at all either it's it, yeah it's just the transfer fee yeah. I, I, football fans are i realize that everyone listening to this podcast is a football fan but Football fans are weird sometimes, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. It feels weird that we've never had a McEachern before. They seem yeah, to I was just about to say that. Forever. But <laughs> yeah. um, I remember actually, because I think we're the same age. I remember being at school and other kids talking about knowing him because he was at Chelsea at first, wasn't he? Yeah. And all this supposed money. seven or something. Yeah, yeah. So um, I remember his name then and then... You hear the various other because one the one of the brothers is at Oxford City, isn't he? And then another one is at isn't then, somewhere you know, else. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it, see, you're at a point now, Fraser, where you're starting to we'll sign players, and you'll be like, oh, he's he's up and coming, isn't he? I think they said this on the dub. Uh, hi, Robbie, by the way. Uh, shout out back to you. Um, but you then look and you go, oh, he's thirty. He's getting on a bit. You're at that point now oh, where the players who are getting on a bit. <laughs> Are uh, your age? I'm at the point now. The players that are getting on a bit are younger than me. Um, yeah. Simon, do you want to? So, yeah, say anything well, it's about not, this? yeah. It's nice to see Roy Hodgson still in management. That's <laughs> all I can say. You know, he's doing it for the oldies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing with like you know Michael Appleton, Carl Robinson, Liam Manning. Yeah, you know, managers are meant to be old. Um, and then there's this uh, this guy at Millwall we're supposedly looking at. Uh, is, it, is he a midfielder? Or a Tyler, Tyler there's a lot of debate over what Fury. he is. Yeah, he he looks sort of a, a wide attacking player from from what I can gather. The Millwall, I mean, he played twenty odd games for Millwall last season, so he's he's not a fringe player really. Um, he's certainly somebody who's been around the squad and, and was highly thought of. You know, when they they t- took him from uh, Wimbledon, um, so. That's a an interesting one. Um, with um, can I say, with Jordan Thornley, what was the situation again when he was recalled? Was there some sort of bad blood there between Blackpool? It, and I think a lot of fans um, saw it as it's because you're not selling Brannigan. Oh, okay, but right. uh, at the same time, I do think they had injuries, and I do yeah. think he then went into play. Yeah. I I don't think he it did. was just spite, yeah. but yeah. he did come and see the next game and and did seem to like the club. Mm. Yeah, and it was evidently, just half, was it half a season he was here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, um, I can remember him being a um, sort of Crichton style defender that, like, if he's going for the ball, he'll he'll get the ball. You know, mm. um, but the size of right. Yeah, but he he had the the diags. He had, you know, he was he was decent. He was a decent mm. player. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm very happy to see him back. It's yeah, a slightly I mean, odd. Sort of with Kieran Brown playing, being able to play that left-sided centre half spot, but maybe not being the out-and-out attacking wing back that we perhaps think Liam Manning might play with. That you know, but then I suppose Thornley might play in the middle of the, of the of a back three with with Kieran Brown on the left. But it, it, I, I guess until we make all our signings, it'll be difficult to see you know who's who's going to play where. But yeah. um. You know, Kieran Brown, player of the season last year, and and we've brought somebody in who's more or less in his spot. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, obviously in January there was talk about Fingley, and but he did sign a four-year contract, didn't he? So 
mm. he's not going to go for nothing. <laughs> no. Um, if if he's still here, then there are uh, three left-sided centre-backs. and mm. there, there can't be many clubs that have an abundance of them. No. No. So you, people... you don't want to, you know, you'd hope somebody would be coming in for Findlay. Yeah, that mm. would be interesting. Like, I don't know why it didn't quite work out as well for him last season, you know, but he's just not a ball player, I guess. It was definitely better when Manning came in. Mm. That was but, a noticeable change in all of our defence, I think. Yeah. I don't think, though, last season is going to write him off for other sides. No, it certainly wouldn't for us no. if if we signed him. Um, well, um, goalkeeper's a talking point, isn't it? Um, yeah, It seems to be this... James uh, Beadle at Brighton? Yes, yes. Yes. Um, so there's all sorts of theories about if we get him in... Who's going to go? Who's going to move around? Mm. And he's he's a very young player as a as a goalkeeper to come in on on loan. You know, if we had a, an attacking player from a Premier League club, you can see them, you know, playing the odd game, coming on as a sub, starting some games, and and you can rest them if it gets demoted. Goalkeepers are a bit of an odd. You, you can't make a substitution, but well, you can. But club, you know, you you don't tend to make substitutions for goalkeepers to go. So go out and have you know the, do the last ten minutes, you know, because mm-hmm. Eastwood or whoever's had a good, decent game and will rest him for the last ten, like you would do for a centre forward or an attacking player. And he's only eighteen, and it just seems a bit of an odd, an odd loan. If he is coming in, is he going to expect to play? And if he's not, would it make sense for him to go somewhere? in the conference and actually play. I don't, it just seems a slightly unusual one that. Um, Yeah. Young goalkeepers are interesting, aren't they? Because as soon as you even hear that, oh, they've only got an 18 year old in goal. You're like, brilliant. Shoot from distance. As if, Mm. as if you can't (laughs) catch a ball or or stop it until you're 27. (laughs) Um, But but there is that weird, that weird thing. And, Mm. I, I like Eastwood. I like Stevens. Um, McGinty seems like a, a interesting Character. guy to go on a night out with. <laughs> um, but I don't think any of them are League One promotion goalkeepers, unfortunately. No. I would love to be proved wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, if, if that's the solution, that's the solution. I think mm. I'm right thinking Eastwood. Did he come the first year in League One? We got him... I mean that's seven yeah. seasons he's been the goalkeeper. Yeah. That's a that's a long old shift. Um, he had quite an injury as well, didn't he? Which he's oh yes, recovered his from. fingers. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. and same um, with Stevens. You know, he's had his you know health issues, hmm. and I, I don't think it's helped either of them. You know, Stevens still has age on his side, but do you want to take that risk? The, the other thing is, neither of them are sweeper keepers. And I'm, I, no. I know nothing about this Beadle chap, but he, you know, a younger goalkeeper is more likely to play in that more modern way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and more, as we yeah. saw from the first three minutes of the first two McGinty games, he's not one either. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll charge out, but he won't necessarily yeah. be uh, the wonderful one on the ball. Yeah. It, it, Beadle's had, had uh, a loan at Crew um, last year, or rather this year, earlier. Uh, this year, this season, nine games and went back with an ankle injury. So he's kind of, he's played at League Two level, but only nine games. And it does seem a bit of an odd one. Like we say, if he's, I can't see him playing. It just seems odd. But 
I think we goalkeeper is definitely one of the places. You know, if we want to get promoted, I think I do think we need a, a bit more than we've got. Definitely. Well, something Appleton said, and I think Robinson had this in certain positions, <laughs> uh, which is uh, like I'll get the team together, but if another if a better option comes along mm. that will fit in with the squad, I'll, I'll go for that. Yeah. And like, <laughs> of course you should. Yeah, but Manning's not said that. Manning has said that first place he'll look is in like what we've already got youth team that sort of thing mm. then he'll look for kind of permanent signings and then finally he'll look to loan signings so I'm, I'm guessing this is a loan he's done well so far there's no reason to doubt him so the other one tim akinola um who has played a little bit out on loan uh, from Arsenal. And he's another one that we're not looking at 18, 19-year-olds coming in. We're looking at that 21-22, where they've had a little bit of, of league experience um, oh. and, and aren't kids. You know, they're, they're, they're a bit more bit more experienced about them. Um, he went on loan to Dundee United for a while. Apparently, according to Wikipedia, how true that is, I don't know. He thought he was going to Dundee. Um, <laughs> so, you know bit like um, Harry Redknapp when he joined um, Bobby Moore, wasn't it, as uh, Oxford City manager and his assistant, and he thought he was coming to Oxford United. But, uh, yeah, that's a decent midfielder from the sounds of it. Never really broke through at Arsenal. And and that's one that um, I think him and the and the Millwall one, they're talking about permanence, if that does happen. Um, yeah, I think if you look at, um, at that age difference and the sort of first loan type thing, I would say that's the difference between Sam Smith when he came on loan to us, Dan Crowley. Was it Crowley? Yeah, yeah. Um, on the other side of that, you've got Kemal Roof and John Lundstrom, both mm. of whom, their first loans weren't very good. And those those clubs, was it Northampton for Roof? Um, I think so, yeah. Don't, yeah. yeah, don't rate him that much. Mm. His second loan absolutely smashed it. And, and that is a big thing. When they've gone out and they've got that experience, that can make one hell of a difference. Mm. Um, so yeah. that'll be, um, that'll be interesting. And as you say, especially if it's permanent, um, yeah. just, you know, tell him that he's signing for you know, Man <laughs> well, City. See yeah. If it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Carlton Morris is another one who came to us very young, very raw, and it didn't really work out, you know, Ooh. next season he's in the Premier League with Luton. It's, that'll be interesting. You know, he's, he's really developed. So yeah, it, We'll see. Um, he, apart from the the loan at Dundee, um, Tim Akinola, it was um, twenty three games at Chesterfield last season as well. Um, so, not a lot of football for a twenty two year old to have played, you know. But then that's the the whole kind of issue with with the academies at the Premier League clubs. They they tend not to go out much on loan. It's it's all that sort of Premier League two stuff and and academy games that yeah, they play. JPT so, mm. or P. PJT, yeah, whatever yes. it is now, yeah. yeah so, I mean, it's it's interesting as well. The, the players that we've been linked with thus far, I said sort of half jokingly um, when we signed uh, McEachran was the third, wasn't it? Oh, mm. what another midfielder, and then we got linked to an, another midfielder, um, and. I sort of jokingly said, "Oh, you, you can tell loads of people will be going. Oh, we need a striker though." Um, but that then inside, I am still thinking we need a striker. Though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, um... and I don't know. Other than the obvious, I don't know who I'd go for. 
Well, it's, but I know it's just such it's such lazy thinking, but I just and it's not going to happen. But I just keep thinking, oh, I would just love to see Matty Taylor with this midfield. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, that's not happening. So get over it. No, I think there's something. I I know we've compared Manning to Appleton a few times. There's something a bit wilder about going. No, Taylor's not coming back because that's sentimental. The right mm. thing to do for the football club is this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, no, absolutely. Very matter of fact and cutthroat, and um, and I, if it pays off, then you know, if it, if it pays off, then Matty Taylor would be first to go. Yeah, good. I'm, mm. I'm pleased Oxford have gone up. Yeah, I'm fairly he, sure as an Oxford fan. He did an interview uh, with was it with right? It was on the dub, wasn't it? Um, but no, it, it, yeah, it was a really good interview actually. And he talks a lot about um, his affection for for Oxford, and and they ask him actually about the do you remember the famous Appleton handshake yeah. saga? Um, he, I know that if you went and asked Appleton, he would just say the opposite. But they, he seems to think there was no agreement, and it was just a see you later handshake. Um, but who knows? I guess we'll never really know. It doesn't matter anyway. He joined us in the end, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What I guess favorite. I can see it um, both ways, but I can't imagine Matty Taylor and and Map having a hug. No. I, like, <laughs> of course, it was a handshake before they left. Of course, yeah. that did happen. It, yeah. Yeah. it was like a okay, so we're done yeah. type handshake, or was it just a goodbye handshake? I yeah. can guarantee they will have shaken hands just to say goodbye. Mm. Yeah. Little peck on each cheek. Yeah, somehow, yeah. <laughs> and then I can imagine Matty Taylor thinking, ow, I'm not shaking his hand again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah he couldn't physically sign anything after yeah. that. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, you know, it was, it, I don't know about favourite moment. Here's maybe the Man City goal um, uh, in terms of goals he scored or moments he created. But uh, the, I've got a real soft spot for the... Um, the South End one when um, Brown hooped it back in. Oh he yeah, took it down and volleyed it in. Yeah, um, partly because that was you know that was the goal that had to get a lot of us through lockdown. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Out apart from the people that we've been linked with and the people that we've signed, what further positions do you think we need? Well, strikers. We've not been linked yeah. to any strikers yet, have we? Maybe wing back. It depends what depends. formation we're going for. Yeah, mm. I mean, there was image of a board with potential signings and things, and that had us in a four-two-three-one formation. Maybe we will have four at the back, play at multiple formations. Well, he seemed to say quite a lot that it doesn't really make a difference. That the the two um, formations are so similar that you can mm. just change mid-game with whatever players are playing one formation, you can just, you know, click your fingers and they'll play the other one. But if that's true, we haven't been able to do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with 4-2-3-1. Um, it, it, if that is the case, you know, I think we need another right back, another left back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and... I mean, it depends how much those three are almost a number 10 and two wingers, because if that's what you're playing, then then probably some pacey wingers, Mr. Robinson. Mm. <laughs> yes. Um, but, but if they're more three midfielders behind the striker, then, you know, you've got Henry, you've got Bowden. They sort of fill that as well as Wilchett and Murphy and mm. Goodrum and 
you know, Brown and Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. And is it Burry? Is that the um, oh, the Burry? Yeah, I don't know if yeah. it's Burry or Burry. Yeah, if he's if he's a winger, then then that puts yeah. him there. But going back to the the three signings they've made, the uh, the club obviously put out the, the the PR stuff and all in different t-shirts. So the club obviously decided they've got a nice range of, uh, of summer t-shirts for people to wear. And that's what the club uh, have overordered t-shirts. Yes. <laughs> yes get, them, get them sold, get them worn, <laughs> put them on. Um, Cause there's no, no, uh, no current or next season shirt for a player to hold up to uh, indicate this sign. that used to be the, oh, yeah. you know, they'd be stood there holding the shirt. Um, the, 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 the club have been sort of teasing out a few little bits on the the manor arch and the and the um the old badge um whether that's to do with um they're going to update the badge i hope not um or whether it's to do with the with the kit paul you've got you had a uh, a a theory yeah, i saw a theory the, earlier on today which was that they're spelling out monday for the kit release um but I mean, it's clutching at straws. It's just, I, I know I can understand that they're trying to do it and whatever. Hmm. But as fans, we're not interested in that sort of stuff. It just it leads to speculation and people getting annoyed when hmm. it's not a new sign. When they're just announcing Matty Taylor's gone out on loan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, yeah, go don't go to best yet. <laughs> It screams of the whole, you know, will and you know, you'll hear more tomorrow. It will be announced mm. on Monday. Mm. It's just you, they're just they're not getting it quite right. It could Maybe be stuff can. that they want to put into the um into the stadium design. Mm. Could be nothing to yeah. do with with next season at all. I yeah, part of me sort of imagines that they've got to get enough um, uh, engagements on Twitter. So they start something like this, and then mm. they've got to decide what it's for. And I don't know if any of you seen have seen the thick of it, but they're like, oh, uh, you know, what if the announcement is there is no announcement? <laughs> I just yeah. imagine it's that <laughs> that sort um, of thing where they're going to be scrambling around in a few days, going, well, what can we say it was? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Actually, yeah, I can't. I, I think the the social media kind of teasing campaign. I just don't think it works longer than one tweet saying mm. hinting at something tomorrow and then and then you get the reveal i just think it kind of gets a bit i don't know if anyone um has seen breaking bad the series but probably not have, yeah. there's a there's a storyline in it where there's two brothers going around and they don't say anything for about a whole series and at first it's really mysterious and then about five episodes in, it's like, this is seriously boring now. Just reveal what these two are doing because I don't really care anymore. It kind of gets like that mm-hmm. sometimes. It's like, not, I mean, Oxford United Twitter. I mean, any kind of teaser campaign like that. I think you've got to know yeah. when to stop it and when it's a good time to sort of execute that. And this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And if it is the, I really hope it's something to do with the kit or stadium yeah. because don't go near the badge. I, I know yeah. that there's split opinion on this. In fact, there's not really. There's... Mm-hmm. A major camp, and then there's a, f- a few people who wouldn't mind it. But I, I didn't like when they put the shield around the ox head. And I said earlier, you know, trying to be neutral and take my Oxford glasses off. I really think that ox head is one of the best crests in English football. I think it's uh-huh. brilliant. It's yeah. simple. It's striking. It's sort of menacing. It's 
it's immediately you know which football club that is. Um, every time I see the Wolves badge, I think that's just a shit version of our badge. It's not, <laughs> nowhere near as good as ours. Um, but mine, Chicago Bulls. And I'm yeah, like, is that yeah, Oxford that. fan. Oh yeah. no, yeah, yeah. All that um, that brewery who made the Oxford beer recently—they've got a similar one. They're all just kind of cheap imitations of a very good badge that we have. And I, I just, I don't want them to go anywhere near the badge. Just leave it as it is. Unless you're doing something with the ox head again. But even then, I would say it gets yeah. a little bit excited if you keep changing the badge. Um, yeah. We had the... well, and it's, it's not like it moves the club forwards, is it? No. Like, it, you know, when you, you tease the, annou- the announcement of a, a signing or, um, or even a, a shirt release, it, at least the, the, the shirt sales... <laughs> will drive the club forward in a way. Yeah. Changing the badge every so often just means that, yeah. you know, you go to five away grounds next season, you go, well, that's the old logo. Yeah. yeah. That, that's all it does, really, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Because we had the, um, I think when we first come to the Kassam, they changed it to that kind of, it was sort of a shield with the... the, the Wavy the, lines. Yeah, underneath yeah. The, the ox head. Then, I think in the Eels era, they dropped all of it and just had the ox head, which is what most mm. people seem to favour. Yeah. And then now they've put the, the shield around it. And this is all in about 15 years. Yeah. You can understand keep... their reasoning for putting the shield around it just so they could have the word Oxford on it. Yes. Because the word Oxford yeah. is sellable around the world. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. And no, they I... said that and that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. 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 And, and it maintains um, the but best it doesn't part need of to it. change again. No. no. I, I just think. It, it's. It, I saw someone say earlier that it, you know, it ain't broke, but I, I don't really see it as that. I see it as it's not that it ain't broke. It's it's doing a fantastic job. It's a brilliant mm. badge. I would say it ain't broke about things that are just sort of doing all right, but we don't need to sort yeah. of waste time on that. But it's. I, I think it's a fantastic football club badge, and I would hope they're not going anywhere near it. Mm. Um, if it's a kit, cool. I'm looking forward to seeing what that is. You know. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll be interested to, uh, to. I can't believe I've started this by saying I'm not interested in the team campaign. <laughs> I'm ending it by saying I'm looking forward to seeing we'll how it ends. <laughs> well, yeah. you mentioned it. Is it club? Is oh, sorry? Is it badge? Is it uh, kit? Or or is it stadium related? If it is stadium related, then maybe it's it's to you know really get people involved and and take part in the survey that uh, OCC, Oxford County Council, are doing. So if you've not done that, do that by the 23rd of July. Get yourselves um, onto the OCC website. There's a survey on there. You can start it and save it and go back to it if you want. Um, but, um, yeah, I think the more people that do that, and not just fans, get family, get friends, get everyone looking at that as well, um, even if it's just to tick the boxes and not put anything else in there. <laughs> Literally get it filled in. Do it. I mean, if it is for that, if we got another month of this, <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've got another two three years of this <laughs> that, you mentioned the mo it, it's like the um what's the old joke isn't it who's who's the most annoying person at borussia munchen gladback the bloke who starts give us a b oh so it <laughs> might be mo mo might be the start of a very long monday is the last day that you can do the uh online survey so make sure you do it and that's going to sort of take yeah all those yeah but uh, yeah we shall see, but I, I think I'm the same as as you phrase away. I say I'm not really fussed about it. There, there is a like the roof signing teaser was the one I'll always go back to as brilliant. Yes. Other than that, I think Paul, you sort of said it earlier, and I spoke over you. So sorry. When when Kath was at the club, 
there was something very good about her not not teasing things because that's what football clubs do, but actually doing the content that she, as a fan, would like to be seeing. So, hmm. so it spoke to the fans. It, it wasn't a marketing tool, which is fine to market on Twitter. Of course, it is. It's it's free marketing. Hmm. But I I just think you're treating us as um, customers and not as part of the club. Yeah, I was just about to say this. I think it's a different relationship that we have with, you know, yes, we buy product, if you want to call it that. You know, we we go along, we buy tickets, we go and watch the game, we buy merchandise and all of that, and it's a transactional thing, but it's different. It's not like, you know, it's not like if you don't like what Sainsbury's are doing with their apples, you can go to, you know, go to Tesco's or wherever else you want to go. We're always going to be invested in our club financially. Um so yeah, it is a bit different, isn't it? How how it how it should work. Um that being said, it is it is exciting to have the club doing things and trying yeah. things and, and yeah. signing players. If they were doing all of this without signing the three players, <laughs> it, it, I it wouldn't would be, find it very enjoyable. No, no. And and yeah. kind of, you know, we've we've talked about how in the past, you know, managers have said, I'm gonna get, you know, we'll get we'll get our signings done early and it hasn't happened. You know, it's it's nice to see that the club are on a, you know, th- th- there's not a huge amount to be sort of unduly concerned about at the moment. Yeah, you know, yeah. yes, we want to make more signings, but but certainly we've made a good start. You've only got to look at, say, Sheffield Wednesday, who, you know, were very unlucky not to go up automatically. The points tally that they got, I think, would have probably won the league in almost every other season. They ended up third. Fantastic. Um, playoff campaign coming back from that 4-0 down against Peterborough and and then getting promotion. And then today, or or yesterday, I think, Darren Moore announced that he would be leaving mutual consent. I don't mutual Mm. consent does seem a bit like a we want you to go, you know, he's not been sacked, but he's agreed to go. It's it's a it's a really odd sort of situation. All I can think is because because Bournemouth did it in the morning, again, Mm. ridiculous. All I could think was maybe he's lined up for a different job and that's sort of like, you know, the the chain when you move house. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that's happening Mm. in some way. But I just, it's bizarre to me that like, and they play good football. I've picked Mm. up Darren Moore quite a lot. I like like the guy as well. You know, it's not not a secret. My wife's a Sheffield Wednesday fan and I, I love going to Hillsborough. It's a proper old football stadium. They get very big crowds. It's an old club, big historic club. Just seems an odd one to, if he wants to leave, I don't know, you know, and I accept Bournemouth are a Premier League club, but you, you know, financially, they're probably a lot better off than than Sheffield Wednesday. But but in terms of club size, I don't think anyone would argue, you know, Sheffield Wednesday are a, a bigger club, um, but they're not in the Premier League. And if, if it is, you know, if he does go there, then fair play to him. But you kind of think, you know, Championship level Sheffield Wednesday is a big job. Yeah, you'd also think if it were, I don't think it is Bournemouth because I think because they should just be thinking that because that's happened. They have announced the new manager, haven't they? Oh, have they? Oh, Oh, have they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They announced it that afternoon. Mm. Oh, I can't think of his name now. I think he'd worked under Bielsa, hadn't he? Um, Or I just uh, maybe he was told if he got them promoted, he'd have. X, Y, and Z in mm. the championship, and he got them promoted, and that wasn't happening. So maybe it's as simple as that. Yeah, but possibly there is also, of course, a very small, 
a very small chance that he's just said, I don't fancy this again. I'm going to walk away. I can't see it being that. (laughs) But, you know, it just seems so weird Mm. that maybe for personal reasons he's wanted to walk away. I I don't know. Um, Mm. But uh, it it did kind of stink of Sheffield Wednesday big boyness. You know, this kind of... Mm. We should have gone up automatically, and you didn't deliver that, and you almost didn't deliver a. Mm. I mean, it, it kind of—I don't know. Maybe I'll be made to eat these words when it comes out. He's just got a better job, but um, I don't know. I, th- I feel like Wednesday we're one of those clubs in League One who, a bit like Sunderland, sort of expected they yeah. would smash the division in the first year. And did they take two attempts to get out? It Sunderland. No, Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield that Wednesday. Wasn't their first uh, season down. No, there, it was, it? yeah, that was the second second season. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but but two two seasons is not a bad go. I mean, if no. you look at Sunderland or Ipswich, I think were three or four years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's not a, that's not a bad go. But um, right. yeah, very the, strange one. We'll see, yeah. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. If we're out of topics, something I was going to. Mm. Um, no plug is the word, but there's another another one of our fellow podcasts, um, behind the badge. They recently released a few new episodes of they basically do I think they release a series once a year and it's interviews with club players, chair people or um journalists. And they've recently released a few that, that were really good listens. The ones I heard were uh, Steve Basham, Daryl Wheels, and um Michael Dubry. Um, and they're all really good, actually. Um, they cover a lot of, you know, it's always sort of little nugget stories in there you didn't know about and um, memories. And um, the the Doobs one is really good as well, actually. It's kind of an era that I, isn't really talked about now because nothing mm. really much happened. But that time between getting promoted to League Two and the pre-Eels era, yeah. the wilder years in the league, mm. and really a lot. I mean, we beat Swindon a few times. That was good. But other than that, there wasn't really a lot going on at the at the club and um yeah he he mm. sort of talks about his time there and and actually something that was quite good about it was he was he was quite a bit critical about a few things um that that would sounded like justifiable um what's the word there critiques um mm. <laughs> criticisms um and uh yeah they were, they were a really good listen um so i'd i'd advise it behind the badge it's called so uh yeah look for that no, I do like listening to uh, to all the pods, really, especially when there aren't any games. Mm, yeah, the, the pods just get me through, and that's you know the fact that the dub is weekly um, mm. is is helpful. Interesting that they mentioned on uh, the dub that there haven't been player interviews, mm, um, yeah. but I think I, I think it's a good thing. Um, it depends. Firstly, I think it's a good thing when you're doing well. You know, yeah. in terms of your signing players, whatever. But there, there has it been. It seems quite different to when you knock out. Yeah, this isn't Swindon going. No yeah. one can come to the training ground anymore. This is yeah. don't interview the players because we want to announce it and we want to manage how it's announced. But mm. that has meant that when the Oxford Mail and Radio Oxford go, oh, apparently we're linked to this person, it's had a bit more weight behind it. Instead yeah. of the club and those um, people sort of going, right, okay, we'll announce it at the same time. I, yeah. I found it quite exciting. Mm. Um, and yeah. I also think, having said that we're treated like customers, what is the incentive to get iFollow um, just for the audio stuff? 
Mm. If the interviews that you can access on on there, you can just get on BBC Sounds anyway. What, yeah. Like, what's the point? Like, so. You... But then I find that at the moment with Oxford Mail articles because they're basically just the dub. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. I. It's great, saying it's about the the press thing. I don't. I mean, he might just be on holiday, but Chris Williams hasn't been doing the interviews. Which I is think he is on holiday weird. because there was oh, there, there was a Twitter conversation about the fact it's usually when Pritch is on holiday. Mm. Oh, it used to be when Pritch is on holiday. Um, maybe it's because um, Chris Williams booked some time off. Yeah, we should say as well we praise the other two a lot, Nick Harris and Nathan Cooper. But Jerome is quality, isn't he? And he yeah. is the voice yeah. of. He's a voice of entire my entire time as a fan is is yeah. all I've known is Jerome Sale. But yeah, he is quality, and yeah, and always seems to have the right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, do you know I got Back this weird thing? I, yeah, I got this weird thing where no disrespect to Nathan Cooper, but when Jerome comes, you know they do it. They split the halves in half. Yeah, it's like one commentator swaps halfway through. If Jerome comes on for the end of the game, I feel like there's more of a chance we'll score. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know the, why I think that, but I say I this quite often. Come now. I know I've said it on the pod, but he does this thing that's amazing where. If the ball, if we're about to score, he lets the ball go into the net. Yes, hears the cheer, yes. and then says that we've scored. The, and, and it's just yeah. the way that works. Yeah. The the musicology of it is yeah. electric. That is um, a professional commentator at work. There, that's yeah, that's, and that's brilliant. Yeah. One thing I learned about him, um, I've forgotten how I learned it, whether it was from a podcast or something. But Robin Cowan puts all of her like. The reason I'm on match of the day is because of Jerome. He saw something yeah. in me wow. and and gave me the opportunities that have got me there. Yeah. Uh, which is that's so lovely. That like I, I really like Radio Oxford and I really like the commentary. And yeah, when you watch I follow, it's not always what's actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> but they've got to try every so often you can't go, oh actually this has happened in the meantime since the last thing I said. Sometimes yeah. you've got to fudge it just, you know, to keep up with play. To keep it flowing. Yeah. 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 Um it's yeah. very different to, you know, Nick Harris is a lovely bloke, but often can't pick out the players and can't pronounce the names. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um I don't know if any of that is usable usable because <laughs> of how we went yeah. into it, but um, we'll see how we go. Yeah. 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 Good luck editing this. Yeah, I'll see how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we got uh, how many season tickets have we shifted now? Is it four thousand yet? Last I saw was four. Mm. Well, I've got yeah. one. All <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, right. <laughs> I thought there was going to be more to that. <laughs> so have I. Well, that's <laughs> two. Yeah, I mean, it it will be interesting to see what happens after the um, early bird mm. offer mm. goes, because. Yeah, shifting four thousand when last season we shifted over four thousand is good, mm-hmm. um, but it'll be interesting to know how many new season ticket sales there are. Yeah, yeah, and it it does feel like a new era, which does tend to attract. Mm. Yeah, new, you know, and I mean, it, 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 it. Who knows? In an, another world we might still have Robinson and he might have signed the same players, but you've just got a different feel. Mm. It's just yeah, no, fresh. absolutely. I think, you know, more and more that decision makes a lot of sense because it's a complete mm. reset for everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, also, that is... 
we we should shout out to Ed Waldron here, who's had his first mm. three signings, and they're screamers, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, but he's they... the cheap option. He's well, the cheap yeah. option, Fraser. <laughs> so, and so is Liam Manning. Yeah. yeah, and you know, maybe some of maybe some of the that work was started by is it Mark Thomas was the mm. last guy's name. Yeah, maybe yeah. some of that was started by him. I don't know, but it's it's yeah, they've come Mark in under Thomas Ed Waldron. And Derby, it's... and you know, we beat them for. Um, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Mm. So, uh, mm. you know, we've got the better one. Yeah. 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 I think, um, I think that the, it, it, it can't go amiss how positive things could look at the moment. Mm. Um, it, last season, we said a few times, anyone who thinks the club is going in the wrong direction, look at every other aspect of the club other than the men's first team. Mm, well, if yeah. the men's first team are now doing what the others did, we're in for one hell of a season. What do we think is going to happen with uh, Odonka and Goodrum? I think Odonka, well, depending on who we sign, obviously, but I think Odonka out on loan and Goodrum, I'd like to see kept around. I think okay. he showed that there's enough quality there, enough ability that being in and around the first team isn't going to be a struggle for him. Um, so, I'd, I'd like, whereas I think Odonka does need a bit more work and I, I think we need to get in players that are more ready than he is now um, as a centre forward and I think yeah league league two or, or top of the conference and and go out and, and really yeah play a lot and score a load of goals Has Odonka been loaned out before? Possibly not I think just, no just sort of local I don't I'm not saying he's gone to Banbury United but that kind of level hasn't he? Yeah, because they I think did Goodrum, recallable ones. Goodrum mm. going out really did him a lot of good because that physical side he kind of got more used to it. Um, I, I just I I don't know if we talked about his goal in that penultimate game enough. Um, mm. I mean, mm. the the goals he scored last season. He is actually one of those players that what did he score four or five last season? Each game he scored and we won. Mm. Um, it, it, the amount he came on but also the way he is his personality I reckon he's a good player to have around to keep Morella mm. yeah. he seems like a he seems like a fun person to be around mm. um, yeah. and I think that might be infectious yeah yeah, yeah um, I, I agree with the Odonka thing I think he needs to um, play a lot of games and I don't think he will like even if he played you know, 40 games next season, I feel that it would probably be 32 sub-appearances. Yeah. Um, whereas I think Odalda, flipping it, I think Goodrum <laughs> has proved that he can fight for a place because that's yeah. what he did when Manning came in. He fought for a place and then when he got it, man, did it work. Mm. Well, thank you guys. It's been, it's been a while since we potted because it's been a while since the end of the season. It's been lovely to catch up. Um, yeah. like I said earlier if you're listening to this and you haven't yet filled in the uh, the survey go online the Oxfordshire County Council website find the survey on there do it before the 23rd of July um, because you can bet you're bottom dollar that uh, the the antis will be getting people to uh, to get it in and, and sign up to it so we need to we need to mobilise get that done very important um, and we'll we'll come back later in the summer break um when we've signed more players hopefully um and we'll we'll have a better idea of what perhaps we're going to be lining up with next season 
Um, but uh, thank you guys. Lovely to catch up. Thanks for having us. <laughs> That's just a bit like that, no, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> I think the other two mentions will be in cut out parts. So just a final hi, Tim. All right. Yes. <laughs> hi, Tim. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll yeah, just take... as a get out of jail free card, um, yeah. anyone listening to this, we have rambled a lot in stuff that's been cut out. So if there's anything that didn't make sense, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> no, we and we're sorry. Uh right. Lovely to see you all. Um, and we'll everybody listening, take care of each other, take care of yourselves. Um, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.